Hello everyone and good evening. Well, it's evening for me. It's Sunday evening, 7.30 p.m. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just in my apartment right now after a really nice but long day full of really good memories. And I thought I would come and do a little podcast now that I'm in a good mood for it right now. And I've got some fun little stories to share. So first of all, I just want to tell you about my atmosphere right now. Atmosphere, is that the word? My setting? I don't know. Right now I'm in my apartment. So I live like on the fourth floor above a couple businesses. I don't live in your traditional apartment building. Um, the only people who actually live in this building, I believe, is just my landlady and then myself. I live in Korea. I live in Gangneung, actually, which is on the East Coast, if you don't know, on the East Sea. And I love it here. It's really nice. I'm an English teacher. So currently I'm actually on winter break. I still go into to work to lesson plan, but I'm not currently teaching students at the moment. So I'm kind of having a bit of a break, which is very nice. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, the evening. Just had a really long day. It was probably in the mm, mid-40s today. A little windy, but not too cold or anything. Pretty warm in the sun, to be honest. And now I'm just back at my place. Uh, shades are drawn now. And dark outside. I have four candles burning. One of them is a, it's called Spring Rain, I believe, courtesy of Walmart. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite uh, candles, to be honest. It's really rather cheap and it smells not very fancy, but I, ever since I was really young, I would get this particular one. So I have a lot of good memories with it. And it just reminds me of spring and all things good in the world. So that's kind of my setting and I'm drinking some tea. So, yeah, so why don't you guys settle in for the evening or if you're getting on a bus for work or for school or if you're car or if you're in the car <laughs> driving, anything like that, welcome to my podcast and grab a cup of tea or coffee or water. So the day started out and I headed towards my church to go to my service and everything and I actually cooked some cookies in like a small little convection oven. So I brought some of those with me because we have like a potluck lunch between two services. But I don't, I must have <laughs> missed the memo because the doors were locked and no one was there, so I guess church was canceled. It might have been due to the whole coronavirus thing, because it's everyone's a bit on panic mode <laughs> slightly right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's you know the news likes to you know overreact a bit, so there's that. 
but it's just really quickly there's a lot more cases in Korea because it's spread in one particular city really fast anyways I won't get into all that but due to that and other things uh, everyone today who was out was wearing a mask over their face and you know I'm assuming that is why no one was at my church <laughs> so I missed the memo there so it's about 12 o'clock and I had a thing of cookies with me <laughs> and kind of a whole afternoon to spend doing you know whatever so I decided to go to the beach um, yeah, I actually haven't gone to the beach all too recently. I usually try going about once a week because it's really refreshing and I just love the ocean air. It's, oh, it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> so I headed to Anmok Beach. Um, if you come to Korea, or specifically Gangneung, you really should check out Anmok Coffee Beach because it's this one particular beach with tons of coffee. <laughs> tons of cafes and like there's probably you know 15 in like a two block amount of space so they're just back-to-back -back cafes uh, it's a really interesting story back in the day I don't I don't know the, the years or anything so don't you know <laughs> sorry uh, but back in the day there was these uh, well, you still have them here in Korea, but basically vending machines for coffee. So you get like a little coffee cup and then you can add cream or sugar or whatever. I've seen them in the States, like in colleges and everything, but I see them a lot more here than I ever did in the States. Uh, America, I mean, United States. So I guess this one beach, there's a couple and then a couple more came up on this one beach. And apparently there was like, you know, 10 or something like that of these coffee vending machines on this one beach, this Anmok beach, um, which is a lot <laughs> for one beach. And then I think it was the 90s, I want to say, I'm not entirely sure, but some guy who had been studying and um, he was in America or I don't know, somewhere or in Europe maybe, I don't know. He was visiting back home in Korea and he visited Anmok beach and he noticed this and he thought that's pretty interesting. And he actually opened up his own cafe there, like a, a solid building. And apparently this, uh, I think it was this cafe, or at least in this city around that same time is when the whole uh, cafe culture started here because he, it sounds like he's one who really brought over the whole, you know, latte, espresso, that kind of stuff, like actually, um, you know, in a real sense, like in an actual cafe, learning the art of making coffee and like, you know, getting the correct beans and roasting them and all that. So he opened a cafe and then uh, obviously more spread out and everything. But right and in that particular beach, many, many different cafes started opening up. So now it's known as Anmok Coffee Beach or Anmok Coffee Street, I think. And it's just full of cafes. And you would think, well, how are they all in how do they all stay in business? Well, the thing is, they're so different and they're very themed. So there's one, it's really cool. Um, well, there's a couple I want to talk about. <laughs> one of the cafes is called America or American? America? American? Uh, something like that. Anyways, something with America. <laughs> 
it's about six stories, five stories maybe, but each story is slightly different, each floor, um, and it's beautiful, like, woodwork, it's gorgeous, like, one of the floors reminds me of, like, your classic dark bar type of thing, like a cozy, uh, like, when you think of a cozy bar, like that, you know what I mean, like, dark seating and dark walls and everything like that but then there's another floor it's like much more open and airy like the windows opened and the, the beach is right there and there's another floor at the very top I haven't actually been there yet but apparently it's uh, traditional seating so you take your shoes off and you sit on the floor it's like, and um, there's no like chairs or anything like that on that floor so every single floor of it is slightly different and it's just really really fun and since there's so many rooms in that cafe and floors and everything and seating it's never full so you always have a spot that you can go to another example completely different is there's one called santi santiago nope that's not what it's called <laughs> oh my gosh Ugh. i'll look it up while i'm talking it's meant to look like a city in greece it's called Santorini Santorini so the outside of the building is white with like blue shutters and like um, the railings are white and they look it looks like Greece like it looks like Santorini but a cafe and the inside of it is made to look like that it's just really beautiful and stands out from the other cafes so very very different and they've got some others that are also really separate looking and everything so the point is you do have many cafes there but for one reason or another, they all vary slightly, and obviously they all stay in business. Like the cafe scene in Korea is unreal, completely different than it is in America. Uh, for instance, where I live, which is in the middle of Gangneung City, uh, within maybe a five minute walk, I can walk to about 10 different cafes, and those are not the chain cafes. Adding in the chain cafes, probably 15, city, or 15 cafes right around me, five, 10 minute walk. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. <laughs> um, so anyways, Animal Cafe, it's great. You should go there. It's a really fun place just for that, if no other reason. Um, a lot of people go to Gyeongpo Beach. That's like one of the main ones, but I prefer Anmok or there's another one actually I like a little bit better. But if you're in town, go visit that. That's I would put that very high on the list. <laughs> I mean, if I think if you do a search for things to do in Gangneung, that will be at the top of the list, but you know, still, you should definitely try it out. <clears throat> so I went to Anmok <laughs> and I needed to find just a quiet little spot to sit down and eat my cookies, so I brought them with me. They were chocolate chip cookies, but I didn't have chocolate chips, so they're M&M. So they're M&M, soft, chewy, kind of cakey cookies. So good. Uh, yeah, but I realized I didn't really want to sit at Anmok Beach to eat them. So uh, if you walk down the beach and down the road and everything, you come to a bridge. And across this bridge, this bridge, uh, there's like a river that runs through Kangmeng and like it goes up and like from the mountains, goes down into the beach. It <clears throat> opens at this area. Well, one of the openings are at this area. I'm not sure. I think, yeah, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's the same river. I could be wrong there. No, no, it is. It's the same river. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so there's a bridge that goes across it. And it kind of connects these two beaches. So Anmok on one side, and then on the right side of the river going into the beach, into the ocean, is Namhangjin. And I love Namhangjin. It's my favorite beach in the area, okay? Because it's there's businesses there, so there's some cafes and you know convenience stores, stuff like that. So it's not completely deserted, which is nice. But it's like has you know a quarter of the people than the other beaches have. So it's a really laid back. It has a bit more of like a fisherman town vibes to it, just because there's a small little like village right around it. And when I actually take a bus directly to there, it takes me about. 40 minutes or so like actually there is one bus that goes straight from my neighborhood to there and it's about 40 minutes but it's worth it every time and i don't really mind taking the bus like a longer bus like that because i'll just put music in or an audiobook or podcast or something and it's just really relaxing i find it's a time to just actively chill <laughs> if you will just take it as it is anyways so I walked over the bridge, it's a beautiful bridge by the way, <laughs> walked over the bridge to Namhangjin and oh another attraction for you is between these two beaches there's a, what do you call it, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a swing, you're strapped into this thing and you glide over a string, a rope <laughs> to another side, what is that called, it's not hang gliding is it, no, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, hang gliding. Mm, I'm not sure what it's called, but you're like you're strapped in. You're not actually holding on to anything. Anyways, so there's that, <laughs> whatever that's called, between these two beaches. So I always like today I saw a bunch of people going on that, and it was really fun. Um, once it gets warmer, I think I want to try it because that'd be fun. And it's about twenty thousand won, I believe, round trip. So that's about, you know, $20 US dollars to do it, which, you know, not cheap, but it's really fun. So, you know, you should do it. <laughs> yeah. So I walked over to Namangjin, walked around a bit, collected, I found, uh, walked on the beach and collected some sea glass. First time I've ever found sea glass at this beach. For some reason, I just have not been able to find it here. It's been like a year. <laughs> I finally found like four pieces. I was so happy. And they were like big size pieces. They weren't like no tiny little dime size stuff. No. These were like, you know, two inches long. It was amazing. And I found a little picnic bench that they've got there. And I had previously bought a like metal can of cold brew coffee. Okay. We interrupt that. I recorded about another... 20 minutes probably and I looked down and it was not recording. It stopped. <laughs> so that's sad. I mean I know what happens to everyone but like it's really sad. Okay. <laughs> Anyways we're gonna start over again. When I can start over we're gonna try from where I left off. Alright. Sorry about that. So anyways I found a little picnic bench and I got out my Did I do that? Okay. And I got out my 
So I found a little picnic bench and I sat down and pulled out my coffee and drank that with a few cookies and it was really relaxing and perfect weather. And then I walked around a bit more and then I was feeling a little bit lonely so I decided to text my co-teacher at my school because we, we get together now and again. Her name is, uh, uh, I feel like I should do a different name just because I don't know if she knows that I'm doing this. Um, let's see, what's a fake name I can give her? Let's call her, um, hmm, let me think. You know what? We're just going to give her a random name. So we're going to call her Shinhei, okay? <laughs> Let's call her Park Shinhei, all right? <laughs> She's not actually Park Shinhei, but if you're going to use a fake name, at least do you know a fake name of someone, you know, that everyone knows. Who knows anything about Korea, okay? So, yes, so Shinhei. <laughs> I texted her. I said, hey, do you want to hang out? And she said yes after a little while because she didn't see my text at first. And I was getting a bit worried because my phone was trying to lose battery quickly. It was at 10%. So I wasn't sure if I'd actually even get her response. <laughs> Anyways, so she joined me in a little bit. And she's a bit older than me. She actually has a kid, one child in elementary school and then one who's in middle school now. So older than me. <laughs> and she yeah so she came on over drove over and we walked around again walked back over that bridge over the beach for a bit and then we went to go get coffee so she told me about this art gallery she knew she knows the owner because the owner has taught writing classes of some sort she is a like solo traveler and so for a while now she's written uh, travel journals or travel writing I'm not entirely sure what it is but you know you get the idea like a blog like what I'm doing probably except more poetic and you know written <laughs> so anyway she knew her from that okay and she owns this art gallery slash cafe it's not really a cafe but she does serve coffee or tea or whatever so it's about two blocks away in the area of Nalhangjin and it was a bit, it's off the main street and you had to go down this side little alley street and then it was off the side of that. So unless you really knew it was there, you might have trouble finding it. But thankfully I had a guide. <laughs> and okay, this place was so cute, okay? I'm gonna put the name of it and everything in the description because I don't remember the name of it, which I feel horrible about. Something Jeep. So Jeep maybe? something like that it meant I guess it means cow house <laughs> or something it used to be like a barn for cows that was remodeled into this art gallery so she actually the owner actually pulled out some pictures that were taken during the whole process of it like when her family or whatever changed, fixed it up and it used to be this really kind of you know cement not so great looking had like rafters for a roof but like cement walls and I used to have cows in it, I guess. So <laughs> even on the one of the walls in the gallery up by the doorway, they actually had a photograph of two of the cows that lived there, which is 
really special. I just gave it a whole other charm to it because you actually saw the cows and I thought that was really cool that they're still in there in photograph form. So this whole place had been remodeled. It's gorgeous, like white walls and everything. But and they actually in the ceiling, they have two skylines, two skylights, which are really pretty. And the way they're positioned, they're kind of off balance of each other. So it's really artistic looking. And then down the middle of the building was the original wooden um, beams from, you know, the original cow house. <laughs> Yeah, so the artist is not the owner, so the, this gallery is all of one particular artist, and this person's name is Miha, and I'll do her link to her stuff or whatever, because her Instagram, I can get that information to you, but actually her Instagram handle is mi.hua, so me, M-I dot H-W-A, so M-I dot H-W-A, Miha. So she's, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Whenever I hear hua, I never, I think I always overpronounce it or I don't pronounce it right. Like I know it's not hua, it's way too strong. Maybe it's just hua, Miwa. That might be right. I'm not sure what her surname is, sorry. <laughs> but she just goes by Miwa. So anyways, <laughs> she's from Seoul, but she at some point moved to Pyeongchang. So a lot of her art takes has to do with mountains and pine trees because pine trees are all around this area and like just this area and also Gangneung. So it's really special because it actually is for this particular area, but she's not actually from here originally. I think she lives now in Pyeongchang, but anyways. <laughs> I'm not sure how it worked out that she has a gallery here, you know, I don't, I'm not entirely sure because she's not the owner, you know. Anyways, <laughs> so we went into this cafe, like I said, um, sorry, art gallery, like I said, Shinhe knows <laughs> the owner, which name I do not remember, so sorry. Um, so she knows the owner and so they start chatting and we both ordered coffee, I think she got some kind of tea latte or something, and then I got a chocolate coffee. So they went and brought it to us in these little takeout cups, but they were on a cloud-shaped wooden tray, which is so adorable and adds so much charm to it, you know? This is what I love about Korean cafes, is they are so special and each one is unique and artistic, and there's a real appreciation for art and artistry I've noticed in Korea like way more than anything I ever noticed in America at least not where I was from maybe some areas that's more the case but not where I'm from which is central Illinois <laughs> Midwest so like a lot of the cafes down to like all the plants they have and you know the design of the chairs and the tables and the art that they'll have on the walls it's just a very different feel to it than even small business cafes in the States. And I really, really love that. Um, it, yeah, it kind of uh, hit me today a little bit. I'm gonna go a bit of a rabbit trail. <laughs> it really hit me today how, like I thought about it before, but the first time I think I really actually like vocalized it in my head that Korea really has an appreciation for 
poetry and art. You see this even in Korean dramas. Is, is there, okay, here's an example using Korean dramas, okay? There'll be some scene and it's really nice and they'll say some really flowery quote about like the rain and how it's, you know, an umbrella is like love and it catches the rain of your heart. I don't know, something like that. Okay, like terrible, but like there's all these little sayings that you find in Korean dramas. And some of them are used as like pickup lines and like romantic turning points, but like you never see that in Western media or American media, like ever. Even like romantic movies that are very romantic, you don't see that. But it's not just because I used to think, oh, maybe it's just a Korean drama, dramatic type of over the top thing, but it's not because uh, for this particular art gallery, he's, here's an example, there's a little like postcard you can kind of take back and has the information about the cafe. And there's a little saying on it in Korean. And the whole way it's written and everything is very poetic. Like just the outlay of the art with the writing is just artistic and beautiful. But then the words say something, to, I think translated means something like alone, but not alone. And the photo is of like two people sitting together, like at a cafe or something. And I don't know, like that really resonates with me, I guess. It sounds so, but like as like an introvert and like INFJ type personality and everything, the whole being with someone where you can actually like be alone but be with someone, like mean silence together is really special. And I feel like that kind of saying sort of reflects that. But the idea being that's just like on a little advertisement for this place. But I see that sort of thing everywhere in Korea. So clearly that sort of poetry is uh, deeply at the heart of like Korean culture. And it's one of those things I didn't really realize was part of Korea until I came here. And then I saw it in various places. So it's not just a Korean drama thing. You do see it. Now, you might not have people doing pickup lines with it or whatever, but those sort of like sayings and stuff and like the poetry that they use and everything, it's actually very common here which I love so much. <laughs> so I'm not really sure where I got in that subject, but it's a fun little, you know, observation I had. Where was I going with that? Yeah, anyway, the cafe is beautiful. <laughs> so like I was saying, there's just a general appreciation for art and the arts in Korea that I really love and resonate with me and resonates with me, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of, there's these two wooden benches in the middle of the room and you can kind of sit down there and just look at the art around you. So like on one wall, there's a little corner and had all this travel sketches and it's kind of your typical travel journal, like inked sketches with like water, like broad watercolor details and I love that look. So it's kind of that sort of thing. Very beautiful. And uh, apparently the owner said that the artist, like these little prints she would like give out to people that she knew, which is kind of fun. And then uh, there's, so she does mainly watercolor and then acrylic on canvases. So there's some canvases. I'm not sure if they're, I think they're just prints. I don't think any of these are originals. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but there was one that was uh, like a guy watering a flower 
surrounded by other flowers and like bamboo or something. <laughs> so pretty. And the owner said, yeah, that's the artist's boyfriend. <laughs> or with the time it was painted, it was her boyfriend or something like that. So it's like really cute and sweet. And her style is totally my style of painting, okay? Because a lot of folk art in the acrylic styles, but then you also have some kind of realistic paintings, but then you also have that whimsical travel journal looking watercolor. So it was really beautiful. Like basically all the key points I love about art is what that was. And my favorite, favorite picture that they had there was a print again, because I think everything is a print <laughs> on canvas and it's like in the middle of the wall and it's of a bunch of trees. So like when you drive through Pyeongchang or whatever in the fall and you see like the hills, like the mountains on the side with all the trees, that variegated color you see, like you don't usually see the details of each tree necessarily, but you see like these clumps of like colors. It was that, but it still had the detail of like the trunks and stuff. So you could actually see each individual tree, but the look of it had that like driving by kind of look almost um oh what's it called uh, impressionistic it's a bit impressionistic styled but it was so beautiful because you could see the, the green trees and the red trees and like the green but then the tops would like gradually go towards the yellow at the very tip like how they naturally change colors and you have like the long bases of the pine trees it was so beautiful i want a copy of that so badly and uh, it actually like really inspired me to want to paint. I don't have acrylic paint, so I can't really paint like if I wanted to, and I'm too tired right now anyway. But I think that any kind of art that inspires you to do something creative is the best kind of art. And anything that makes you want to paint or draw or write, do poetry, write a book, anything like that is gold, okay? Because that not only do you appreciate the art that you're seeing, but it also makes you want to contribute art to the world. And I think it's one of the best forms of art that can do that to you as the viewer. And that one really did that for me because I really love fall, but the fall is my favorite season. But I don't know, that piece just really struck me as being gorgeous and inspiring. And I mean, all the art was is beautiful. Actually, you can buy some prints, but they're a bit more expensive. Like they had one that was actually printed on fabric and it kind of hangs, kind of like a kitchen towel type thing that you can hang. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's just an art picture. An art for the wall, but it's fabric. And it was like 30,000 won, I want to say. So about $30. But there are beautiful prints on there, like gorgeous prints. And they're decently sized, okay? Like probably 16 by... 21 or something you know pretty good sizing and I, I don't know I would buy that I don't like any kind of touristy sort of um, purchases and even when I bring back things gifts for people I try to make sure it's something with meaning not just you know Gangneung, Anmok City whatever I tried I have gone some stuff like that but usually when I did it was by a local artist who made it or whatever so it wasn't quite as like mass-produced feeling I guess it had it had more personal touch to it so I like to buy 
art prints from local artists or um, I bought a necklace for a friend from this little uh, it was like a like a evening market type thing like festival sort of but she was a local seller who made it out of silver and everything and they're beautiful but they're all handcrafted and so I, I don't know I really am I'm really all about supporting your local business and everything even if that's in a different country because that's still the, the businesses that need supporting <laughs> you know and it just has a special touch you know what I mean because this is uh, I don't know it's more personal so I think at some point I will go back and buy a print of some sort from there because her art was beautiful like I said and if nothing else I'll buy a couple postcards and you know I actually have a wall of my house that's just dedicated to Gangneung and the surrounding area. So I've got some various postcards that were designed by people here in Gangneung. And I have another art print from this other cafe on Namahangjin called Cecil Cafe, by the way. Also an art gallery. She's great, the owner. She's lovely. She's a beautiful painter. Um, so I have one of her prints on my wall. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back. Actually, while we were chatting, um, the three of us, because the owner sat, pulled up a chair and sat down next to us and was telling us about the artist, and which was really nice. And uh, Shinhei was like, hey, you guys, you know, Anna should come back again, and you can practice your English, you can practice Korean, because they're both trying to, you know, get better at the other language. And she's like, oh, yeah. So she invited me a couple times, you know, make sure I can come back to the art gallery, she's like, please come back. I'm like, yes, I will. <laughs> so that'd be really nice just to say hello. Um, it's open every day except Monday from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. So, you know, good hours, really. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just a lovely little place and it was so unexpected and really special and out of the way and Good memories with it. After we left, I we were both a little hungry because it was like 4:30 now. So uh, Shinhei took us to this little restaurant next door, and oh my gosh, the food there! I don't remember the name of it. It was something called something. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it was gam kal gam kal something. So it's like a spicy soup base, and then. There's these little, I forgot what they're called, but they're basically a potato that's made into like meatballs. So they're mashed up into like a meatball type of consistency. And that's cooked into it. And then kalguksu, which is like um, uh, hand cut noodles. Okay. And those are also in it. Oh my gosh, the best soup ever. So good. <laughs> and then she also got a potato pancake. And it's like this really soft, chewy deliciousness. And there's a little soy sauce and green onion and garlic sauce you could dip it in which was divine so yeah we ate that and it was amazing and then she took me back to Namhangjin because that's where my bus is and about 20 minutes later I took the bus back home and I slept almost the whole way <laughs> well, I didn't sleep like my eyes were shut I was awake but I was so tired I had been gone for 12, like five hours and most of that time I was walking or something like that. So I was quite exhausted. <laughs> and um, I 
got home and made some cookies because it's some cookie dough left over and I gave the rest of my cookies to Shinhei so she could take it back with her for her family. Um, apparently her son has been bugging her to make something in her oven because <laughs> she never uses it. Um, so I encouraged her to try making cookies because they're pretty easy to make. So <laughs> she doesn't want to do a cake, which is also pretty easy, but you know, cookies, it's kind of hard to go wrong. You just cook it a little under if you're afraid it's going to burn and you're good. So we'll see if she does. But anyways, I'm sure they'll enjoy the cookies. Um, yeah. So now I'm back in my place and I've got my tea, which I need to reheat because it's cold now and light another candle because one of them burnt out and eat some cookies and watch another episode of the K-drama I'm watching. So I'm currently watching, it's called Miss Panda and Mr. Hedgehog, I think, something like that. It's a bit older, like maybe it was May 2008 or something, I'm not entirely sure in the year, but it's the same timeline, time period as like Secret Garden and Boys Over Flowers and what else was around then? Uh, well, you, you get the idea, okay? Like the old gold time period of Korean dramas where the camera is kind of weird sometimes. It's like, did you just have someone running next to you without any kind of just running with the camera? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, is that kind of feel to it? I don't know. I absolutely love those kinds though. <laughs> they're some of my favorite uh, K-dramas. They're just, they're just different. They're a whole different kind of feel. <laughs> And it's just a really sweet, simple one, and it's like about some bakeries. It's it's precious, okay? I'm only like three episodes in, but I love it already. A friend recommended it, and I'm quite happy for it. <laughs> so it's been really nice. I actually just finished watching the Korean drama Crash Landing on You that is on Netflix, and holy cow, that one is like so intense. It's easily probably my top three favorite K-drama lists, but it's really intense, so I need something chill and just nice and everyday. So that's why I'm watching this one, <laughs> and it's really nice. I recommend it. I mean, I haven't finished it, but I recommend it. It's great so far. I can tell it's going to be, you know, great all the way to the end. So I think I'm going to watch an episode of that tonight. And with that, I uh, encourage you to explore your surroundings and find some cool little, quaint little areas that are kind of off the beaten trail because those are just really nice feeling usually and they're special and when you actually discover something like that it has a whole other level of specialness added to it if you yourself discover it, not like someone suggesting it which I mean someone suggested this but like it still felt like I discovered it because <laughs> it's not like I on myself went there you know what I mean like she's like hey let's go to this place and it's just nice and cozy and person was really sweet and talked to us so I suggest and recommend that you go there um, yeah <clears throat> thank you for joining me today and okay thank goodness it's stopped recording <laughs> got worried for a minute there anyways uh, yeah thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next time bye